This is the Capital Connection Unplugged, a podcast dedicated to conversations with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, and visionaries who are shaping the financial world. From Wall Street to Silicon Valley and every global financial hub in between, we uncover the connections, strategies, and insights that drive the engine of global finance. And now, here's your host, Quentin West. This is the Capital Connection Unplugged. I've got a great guest here with me today, Adam McChesney. Now, Adam is a speaker and owns an incredible marketing agency. He actually just spoke at my event, the Capital Castle, a couple months back. He's just got an incredible wealth of knowledge about marketing and brand building. So without further ado, thanks, Adam, for being here. Man, thanks for having me on and thanks for having me at the events uh, last month. You put on a, a really great event. Love the uh, the energy that was there. So kudos to you, man. Thanks for having me. Man, I appreciate that a lot. Uh, had a ton of people say great things about you. So I'm even more excited now to promote you to my audience and, and see what uh, value we can bring to them. So tell me a little bit about you. I mean, I know you got you know, the marketing company and, and things like that, but how did you kind of get into this? Yeah, great question. So I spent five years in medical device sales right out of college. So most notably, I worked at a company called ResMed. So if anybody's familiar with CPAP equipment and masks, um, that's what I was selling. So I, I managed about a $25 million a year territory here in the state of Missouri. Um, did that up until uh, 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. Um, but I'll take you back a little bit into, into 2018. I had just got promoted uh, into my new role, and I was the youngest key account manager managing that big of a territory. Um, I was the youngest key account manager at the company by about 10 years. So I get in this new role in the first year, I make $200,000. And the year before that, I made 75000 which I thought that was like just mind-blowing. And so growing up, I was kind of like, okay, if I could hit six figures, that's like ultimately like what I just want to do. And that was my target, small mind thinking, right? So I ended up hitting 200K, was living a very like simple lifestyle. My wife and I, uh, my fiance at the time were in uh, a 900 square foot townhouse. So it wasn't like I was like blowing money and doing all the stuff that like most people at that age were would, would be doing. So I was just thinking about like, okay, what does the future hold? I'm always kind of looking for the next thing, the next move. And ultimately what I came to is I proposed to my wife in August of 2018. And then I was on this like travel bender between our end of the year sales meeting, all these other trips that I had planned that essentially like when I was making the most money, I was away from home. And so I was sitting in a hotel room the week of Thanksgiving 2018 in Kansas City, Missouri. And I'm like, the heck with this. There's got to be a better way to make the money that I now make and more, but have the freedom. And I really didn't like have a purpose other than just continuing to go, go, go. And so I decided like freedom is my new thing and I'm going to go chase that. And so for me, that was the freedom to work when I want to, where I want to, with who I want to and how I want to for eventually when we got married and started a family. So it kind of all came full circle, really a, a five-year plan over the last couple of months because we just had our firstborn uh, Murphy in September. So I just didn't want to be the person that had to go travel all across the country to make money and somebody else tell me to go do that. Like I wanted to do it on my own terms. So I was sitting in that hotel room, literally typed a search into Google, how to make money online. 
And I saw all the crazy ways to make money online that we've all probably looked at as entrepreneurs and thought that's probably too good to be true. So I didn't do any of like the crazy, crazy stuff, but I got targeted by an ad on Facebook that essentially sold me the dream of owning all this online digital real estate through digital marketing. And it piqued my interest and I paid $7,000 for the course. So that was like my first leap into self-development and entrepreneurship. And so over the course from 2018 to 2020, I built 200 websites essentially on my own with a little bit of help from like some virtual assistants and things like that before they were extremely popular like they are today. And I threw crap against the wall, just testing a bunch of stuff out. And so I wasn't charging anybody for the websites. I was doing free work, um, really just knowing that I eventually would want to go full time uh, and then have like a portfolio case studies, basically know that I could charge what I wanted to charge in order to make some decent money. So I did that, got great results, all that stuff. But I, I was scared to go full time because I was making so much money in medical device sales. And I had the benefits and I had the security and all of that stuff. So the pandemic obviously happens. And I decide, all right, I'm going to go all in on this. And within like six weeks, I ended up taking it from not making really any money at all because I was doing so much stuff for free, kind of as like a hobby of sorts. And then it became a side hustle. And then it became enough to essentially like go full time. So I did that in July, 2020. And then I'm sitting there in July, 2020, and I'm selling all these leads. I'm flipping these websites. I'm, I'm hustling, right? And people are like, Adam, we love the idea that you know digital marketing, but we don't want you to own the assets. We want you to do it for our contracting company, our real estate investment company, our X, Y, and Z. And so, of course, I'm chasing the money. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to completely start from scratch, take the skill sets that I have and, and start my own traditional agency. So that's what I did in July 2020. And then I leveraged personal branding and, and learned a lot of stuff through you know Apex and some of the other masterminds that I was in to scale that agency from zero to seven figures in 15 months. I became a, a franchisee of Hype Digital, which is now where I'm a partner at in the entire company. Um, Two-time Inc. 5000 agency. We got a couple couple hundred clients managing a couple million dollars a month in ad spend. But 90% of our lead flow comes in through my personal branding, um, which is a good and a bad thing, right? We're trying to, as we were talking before, trying to work me out of the day-to-day -day and, and trying to build different levers. Um, but because I did so much through digital mark or personal branding to grow my digital marketing company, people have been asking me, Hey, Adam, can you teach? Can you facilitate? Can you do all these things with personal branding? And for so long, I said no. So now I just launched Builders of Authority, which is a group mastermind, one to one coaching on personal branding. And then I also own an auto glass company and a landscape design business here in St. Louis from those initial 200 websites that I built. I was, you know, there was no company behind it. So I would just flip the leads. Well, those two websites were generating so many leads that nobody was willing to pay their worth. So I just said, okay, hey, I'll become your competitor. So I started those companies in 2021 here in St. Louis. That's that's a heck of a story. <laughs> so if now, like with your with what you're doing with the marketing company, like what is the, I guess the biggest product that you guys are known for? Like if you couldn't sell anything else, what would you guys do? Search engine optimization. Okay. And what does that mean for people that don't understand that? Yeah. So, so simply put, it's, it's how Google and all the search engines view your online assets. So the two things that we rank for our clients are their website 
and any other pages that are tied to their website as well as their Google business profile. So we work with a lot of local or multi-location service-based businesses where when somebody is needing their service and they're typing in near me, emergency, like whatever the search is, that's what our clients are paying us to get them front and center. Gotcha. Gotcha. So somebody wanted to make money starting out, like say, you know, they, they want to start an agency. They want to, you know, make, let's say $10,000 a month, get there as fast as possible. I mean, at that point you're making more money than the average American and you have a little bit of freedom. Like what, what would you suggest to get them to that point either with personal branding or, or digital marketing or anything else that you've done? Yeah. So, so digital marketing is like the one crazy caveat of an industry, right? Um, there's no barrier to entry. (laughs) So literally you have the largest agencies that are way bigger than us. And then you have like the medium sized agencies, which is kind of where we're at. Then you have like the smaller local boutique agencies, then you have freelancers and then you have like the people that everybody jokes is like in their parents' basement, like just saying that they're a digital marketer and they're not doing anything. So the one piece of advice that I always give digital marketing agencies is go learn from somebody or go work at an agency or go take an online course to actually teach you what it is that you're going to sell. Um, you know, we're in a similar mastermind and in other masterminds and, and there's people that literally come to me that, Hey, I'm an agency owner. Uh, where do I get started? It's like, well, what do you mean you're an agency owner? If you don't know where to start, you know, you don't have any clients. You just say you're an agency owner. And then when they sell something, they come back to me or or somebody else. And they're like, well, how do I fulfill on this? Like you just sold it because anybody can sell it. Right. You know? So I tell people like all the time, like I built 200 websites and most agencies never build 200 websites before they go out of business or sell or do anything. I did that before I made a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get really, really good and, in you know, in, in those networking groups and those masterminds that we've been a part of, you see all the, the schemes where people come in and out of those groups and, you know, people are like the go-to guy for, for a minute um, the reason why I've still been able to grow and scale with inside of those types of groups and with my personal brand is I'm not going for like the quick money. Yeah. I'm going for the right clients doing the right things. And I know that it's gotten me to where I'm at right now. And it's like, I'm doing the same work I did years ago, but it's just, it's paid off. Right. So if you're looking yeah. for like that quick thing, you're playing that short game versus the long game. You're always going to struggle. Now, the 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 idea behind the personal branding and why I started that is because when my agency first started growing and we we really hit that trajectory of that seven figures, is I was still doing so much of things in the business myself, which was a, a good and a bad thing. Like I knew every aspect. I knew, I knew I still know how to build websites. I still know how to do SEO. I still know how to do pay ads, which is like very unique in the in the digital marketing space. But people were like, okay, great. I'm signing up with Adam. I want Adam. Right. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I have a web designer and I have an account manager and I have an SEO specialist, people that all focus on these things. They need to hold that. Well, what I didn't realize is that I not only was I the business, but I was all my my identity was also tied to that. So over the last two and a half years, I formed the identity that Adam is just 
you know, Adam at the top of the funnel that just so happens to be a very lethal serial entrepreneur that started multiple businesses that kind of knows the ins and outs of the business world. He is really good at digital marketing and he's built this other vertical with personal branding. So I'm helping entrepreneurs promote themselves in a different way, not to just be in the business, but if they want to eventually sell their business, how do they then go into that next thing? How do they use their personal brand to stick out from the crowd in whatever industry it is that they're in? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of what you touched on is is pretty generic nationwide, uh, or <laughs> I, I guess in any in, in any niche you want to get into. I mean, yes. everybody's always, uh, they get to start a business, they get their LLC, they set up their website, they get business cards, they get t-shirts, they get, they put a uh, graphics on the side of their car. They do all this stuff before they make a dollar in business. Yeah. Uh, and then they have no idea to get cl- how to get clients or how to fulfill it. Yeah. And what I always tell everyone is before you invest anything, one, like find a coach, the money that you would invested in all that crap that you don't even need. Like mm-hmm. I've never, never used a business card. We've done millions of dollars in business. Like before you invest in all that stuff, go find a coach that you can pay to teach you how to do what you want to do. And then mm-hmm. you can either decide if you want to invest all of your time and money into that or decide to go a different route. But it's going to save you a ton of time, a ton of effort, and a ton of headache and money uh, by just doing that on the front end instead of making all those mistakes. But people don't want to invest in education. <laughs> well, it's the non sexy thing, right? You know, like, and I'll go back to like why I got started. Like, I was sold on sitting on a beach somewhere, having a drink, and working for my laptop and just money. Like, that was my yeah. vision. And so, of course, like I haven't done that. Right. I mean, I've done that at at times, but like I learned in sometimes the hard way what it was actually like to start a business and entrepreneurship. But entrepreneurship is like the sexy term to I'm unemployable or I don't want to work for somebody else. And everybody thinks it's just going to be quick, fast and easy. And that happens like less than a percent of the percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So part part of the things that we talk about on the Capital Connection Unplugged is one, how to make money, how to grow money, and then how to preserve it. So what are you doing to both continue to grow your personal brand and your business? And then what are you doing on the back end to preserve your long-term wealth through trusts or LLCs? Yeah. Like, like how how is that structured? Yeah. Great question. So in terms of like continuing to grow and build the idea of person of the personal branding with builders of authority stuff came in because people had been asking me to basically start this for over a year. And I had started the auto glass company and the landscape design company while my marketing agency was blowing up. And I was like, man, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> right? Like I learned so many lessons, lost a ton of money, just was up like at all hours of the night, worried about what was freaking happening in all of the companies. So my my promise to myself was that until my marketing agency could literally be automated and run without me for at least 30 days, I wasn't going to start something else. Yeah. Well, I became a partner at Olive Height in last June, and I took six months to like really perfect what it is that we were doing uh, within my department. In how I was a, a partner to the company and to my other partners. And so we got to a really good spot. And I realized over the course of last year, like 
I was spending so much time answering questions for people and I, and it was just second nature to me. Cause that's like where I'm at. You know, I will give 10 X and get 10 X back. Right. Even, even, even more than that. But I realized like my time was more and more valuable. I couldn't just continue to do that. And I, I was like, okay, I need to take ownership for myself and make this into something. Yeah. So instead of just doing this stuff for free or anything like that, I created Builders of Authority, which is a course that people can pay one time that will be launching later this month. It's a group mastermind with three weekly calls and an onboarding call with me. And then there's one-to-one coaching from it. So I took all the stuff that like I already knew and that I was already doing, and I decided to put a dollar amount on it and actually have some value around it. So that's probably the biggest thing. And then I also, again, went with the merger into the entire height corporate system as I was like, hey, I want to take what I've built in my franchise and make a bigger bet on what we're building and have it be more than just the Adam McChesney or the St. Louis franchise. So that's probably the two big plays that I made in the back half of, of last year to really set myself up for success here in 2024 and beyond. And on the, the wealth side of things, you know, I heard Keith talk at your event and I had been connected with him and I heard um, a couple other people just having conversations. And I'm like, man, I was a type of guy where I hate finances. Yeah. Like I'm, I'll just go make more money. And I like, I don't care. I know how to make money quicker than I know how to save money. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily have a plan, but like I've been sitting on cash for a very, very long time. So he and I actually hopped on a call right after your event. I'm like, dude, this is where I'm at. I have the Like I have the money. I have the resources. Like I have some budget. I have some stuff, but like I'm protected, but I don't have a plan. Yeah. So we're actually in the beginning phases. I wish I had a better answer for you, but it hey, that's all right. Stage of really turning into this because I explained to him my goal by the time I'm 50 is to have a freaking empire. And if yeah. there was one person that's out there that people know that have something of what I'm trying to build, it would be Kevin Harrington. Yeah. So like right now, I have two deals that are sitting on my desk. One which I just signed off on that people are literally coming to me here in the St. Louis area because I have such a big brand and I know marketing. And they're like, Adam, we want to give you 20% of our company because we want your name on it and we want your marketing expertise. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's a photo and uh, booth and event rental company that's continuing to grow and do all these things. And they're like, no, we just want you. And I have another opportunity very similar in in a different space here. So I want to build that empire, but like I was turning away those opportunities and kind of turning my head the other way because I'm like, crap, I don't know how the tax implications are on all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know how to structure all this stuff. And I've been screwed over by financial people and accountants literally since I got started. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad I had the chance to like get connected with Keith and, and just hear him talk and have some of those conversations at your event because I'm like, okay, this guy knows his crap. Um, for me, it's been one of those things where I'm, all right, I'm going to wait till the last minute. Yeah. I didn't wait till the last minute. Cause it's like, I have the money. I have all that stuff. I just didn't have the plan around it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, and it goes to show, like I made a post, uh, on Facebook a couple, either a couple days or a couple weeks ago. Can't remember. Uh, but I was talking about like everybody that you think has everything perfected and and worked out like even your idols there's always something they can improve on so like i mean even i i reached out to to keith after the event because he talked about some things where i was like dang i've never thought about that like i i should probably 
<laughs> improve in that right. area. Uh, yeah. So, so it's it's it goes back to you know the concept of like think about everything that you're doing in life, like making money, uh, building it, and preserving it. Like, what area do you need to focus on the most at this time? Like, it may be that you need to focus on preserving it more in this moment before you can continue building. Uh, and mm. I've had plenty of times like that in my life where, um, you know, like the 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 debt that I built up on the front end was keeping me from continuing to grow. So I needed to take care of that sore in my side before I could continue uh, to, you know, build the empire that, that I want to build. Um, mm. And, and it's again, seeking counsel in that area. Uh, it, it can even be relationships. If, if you have a poor relationship with your spouse, like seek some kind of help in that area because the way that you handle your marriage is going to affect everything else you do in your life. Oh yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent, man. Well, awesome. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up everything. It, I have one more question and then, and then we can kind of uh, phase out from there. But what is the one thing you're focusing on this year that is going to set you up for the next 10 years? Like, is it, is it personal brand? Is it what you're working on with height? Like what, what would you say is the most important thing overall that is um, adding as the most to your bottom line? It's definitely the personal branding side. So I'm actually in the process of rebranding my own podcast to Builders of Authority from Entrepreneur. I'm really going all in on the Builders of Authority brand within the Adam McChesney ecosystem. So that's more speaking events. That's throwing my own events. There's a whole slew of stuff that I'm just... I'm just going all in on my own thing. And from that, it's going to benefit. Other opportunities are going to benefit. But like... The personal branding side is the one thing that has been tried and true for me from the beginning that's helped out all facets of anything I've touched with business. So I'm just going all in on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing this year. Um, I've said this many times, like there's thousands of people uh, for people that are listening to this. There's thousands of people that are less less, uh, capable and less talented than you are at what you're doing that are making more money simply because more people know what they do. Uh, so if you really focus on your personal brand, business gets easier, exactly. growing gets easier, you make more money, everything gets easier. You might have a, a little bit more of a headache mm-hmm. because more people know who you are, but that that just comes with the territory. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take the the good with some of the bad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again, Adam, so much for being here. Uh, I got a ton of value. I hope everybody else did. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if it feels so inclined, please leave us a review and share the show with your friends. It is how new people find the show. Until next time.